what's the behavior that's creating those results? What's the feeling that's fueling that behavior? And what thought are you unintentionally thinking that's making you feel that way? You're not changing the circumstance, you're changing the way you're thinking because it makes you feel different, which then has you showing up different, creating, you know, you can't argue that it creates a different result for you. Do you ever find yourself doing analysis paralysis and could you benefit from taking a purposeful pause and being more present? Are you feeling stuck, lost, tired, or uninspired? We've all been there, including myself. I'm Coach Des, mindset motivator and lifestyle entrepreneur. I'm here to tell you that the best, unapologetic, and limitless version of yourself is yet to come. The Born Unbreakable podcast is here to inspire just that. With motivating guests from all different walks of life and around the world, their stories will empower you to unlock abundance and your unbreakable spirit. Do you need accountability? Reach out to me for a free consultation of how I can support you in reaching your maximum potential. Welcome back to the Born Unbreakable podcast. I'm here with my friend, Tracy Pleshcourt, and we are concluding our amazing coaching series that we've been doing for the last couple of weeks. This is session number six. And I was telling Tracy, um, first of all, I'm feeling hot because it is just death here on the West Coast. If you're anywhere like in the Nevada, California, Arizona area, we're having this kind of heat wave because everyone I've talked to is experiencing it. And we've been in the high, uh, like 107, 108, 109 the last couple of days. So it's, ju it's just a scorcher. So that's the first thing I'm feeling is hot. <laughs> but besides that, uh, and, I, and I am grateful because I'd rather have that than to be, you know, in an igloo with a bunch of snow. So it's, you know, I'd rather have that. But I am also feeling very um, Im imaginative and kind of envisioning at this point. Um, the last few weeks, we've been talking about some different adventures. I like to call them adventures um, that I'm pursuing. So I launched this program with young women you know, to help motivate and inspire them and the, their futures. Um, in the process right now of looking for an investment property um, for a rental business that I've started. And um, I'm actually getting ready to uh, do a lot more with my, my consulting clients. So there's, there's just a lot on the plate. And I, I am thinking about all these things very, very positively, but I find myself in a state of rumination, meaning, I sit here and think about the direction that all these things are going to go. Um, sometimes it's scary and like the what if this this thing goes not in a way that I want. Like that's happened on a couple of, of offers that I've made on properties the last couple of weeks. So I've, I've felt a little kind of bummed out about that. But but then I also get really excited, you know, because I'm, I, I see the potential, the opportunities. Um, but then it does make me a little bit paralyzed. Because then with all this thinking, I'm like, what am I doing with this? <laughs> it's, it's just a lot of idea generation. And now now I have to get to a point where I sit down and decide what kind of action I'm going to take. So it's, I don't know, I was telling Trace, I don't even know what this is called. Yeah, no, this makes, this makes tons of sense. And this is like the perfect circumstance 
to run through the mind math because it'll make it so clear for you mm -hmm. if something is actually a problem or not. So what I'm thinking as you're, as you're talking is, and why is this a problem? That's what's going through my head as your coach is, yep. and why is this a problem? Okay. So you might not be able to answer that, but what will answer that for you is if you take the time to put it in the mind math, just to see what you are creating for yourself. Yeah. That will give you the answer right now. You're like, is that a problem? Isn't that a problem? Is that working for me? Is that not working for me? Well, right. let's just see it in black and white. That's the whole purpose of the mind math is to notice what it is that you are creating for yourself, mm -hmm. how you're showing up, what, what's the behavior that's creating those results, what's the feeling that's fueling that behavior, and what thought are you unintentionally thinking that's making you feel that way? That is the beauty of that unintentional of that primitive brain mind math. So when's the last time this happened? Today. Okay. Um, so we've, I'm in the process of looking at properties okay. when you're, when you're, um, you know, if anybody out there, I'm sure people at some point have looked at a, at a property that they were, you know, trying to acquire. And this is, this is for investment, um, purposes. So it is, it's intended to be income generating. Um, for in a variety of ways, you know, short term events, uh, long term, if the situation suits it. So there's a lot of scenarios. Now, what happens when when you're in an investor mindset is is you the first thing you do is go to possibilities. But then you also go to all the, oh, well, what if the, well, what if that doesn't happen? You know, here it says this this property could generate $22,000 a month of corporate income. Mm -hmm. And it's like, but can it? Why are they selling it then? I mean, you know, what I mean, you just like everything goes crazy in your head. So it's like, you know, I, I'd say that most of it is is a positive because I'm thinking of the potentials. But then I go to my very analytical brain, which is data oriented. And I first like, I look at the market, I look at what you know, how, what's the occupancy rate right now? What are rates right now? Uh, we're in an economy where sometimes we're, we're shifting to a place where people are starting to pinch their pennies a little bit more. You know, so I, when I look at that, I, I, I'm looking at it from the perspective of being positively cautious and having skepticism because I've been going back to what I find myself going back to in these last like couple of days. And I, to the point I even went back to this book about neutral thinking was like, okay, don't go so far into this positive zone where you disappoint yourself when it doesn't fit this perfect idea, but don't be so negative that you halt yourself from seeing a possibility that is there, but you, you're not, you're just not seeing it. How do I stay neutral? Which to me partly means staying present and just taking things in for what they are at the moment and recognizing that some of the answers I'm not going to have until I get a little bit more information to validate these data points that I'm starting to collect. Okay. So 
your result right now, like what the experience that you're creating for yourself in your words is everything's just kind of going crazy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, so crazy. Yeah. And so now we want to use the mind math formula to see how we're creating that because ultimately you are creating that experience. And I want you just to understand that by taking the responsibility for what it is that you are creating unintentionally, mm -hmm. unintentionally gives you the control. When you recognize, when you believe that I'm creating all of this craziness that's going on, when you take that responsibility, it gives you all of the power back. So that's the first thing I want to say is it's from everything that you beautifully articulated, the result or the experience using your words is everything is going crazy. Yeah. Okay. So the things that you're doing that is actually creating kind of this craziness is you're like, well, there's lots of potential. There's lots of possibilities, but there's lots of potential for things to go wrong and there, but there's potential for things to go right. It's like analysis paralysis. Uh -huh. You overanalyze, then you start to reference different books. You're like, oh my God, I don't know the answer. I better go reference a book. A book is going to have the answer, right? So it makes mm -hmm. perfect sense that what you create for yourself through showing up that way is everything goes crazy, right? What is the, what would you say is the feeling that has you overanalyzing, that has you referencing the book, that has you looking at the potential, you know, um, the potential for the unwanted results and the possibilities for the wanted results. What's the feeling that has you doing that, that has you showing up that way? Uncertainty. Okay. And why is that? Because, you know, here's why. And I've actually been, I've been really trying to understand myself through this process. Good, good. good. It's because, just like the other day with that offer that didn't, that didn't pan out. I can control certain things. I can control what I bring to the table, um, all, all the parts and pieces that are within my, my, my control. It's the, it's the things I cannot control. I don't know what someone else is going to do. I don't know what other kinds of decisions other people are going to make. I don't, you know, it's, it's the uncertainty, uh -huh. whether it's a, a deal or then, okay, then, then I go to, okay, now we have the property that we want and it's all the things we want it to be. Then it's the, well, well, what if, what if people don't want it for, want, want to rent it for that reason? What if, you know what I mean? And it's, uh -huh. it's the uncertainty of putting your, putting these scenarios, all these different what if scenarios and trying to play them out. And, and I do have a uh, A-type personality where I go, okay, best case scenario, option A is this. But, and it's also my consulting brain because for a living, part of what I do is help people think through all these scenarios. So then I find myself doing it to myself. Uh -huh. Then I go, okay, well, then there's option B. Uh -huh. Okay, well, then if that doesn't work, then maybe there's option C. And you just keep going down the list. Yeah. But and ultimately, it's the uncertainty. Yep. And doing that kind of analysis, I think, often creates really good results. But in right. this case, doing that kind of analysis is not creating the result that you want because it's 
creating like this chaos, mm-hmm. right? And I will tell you the difference between analyzing and creating results that you want and analyzing and creating results that you don't want is the feeling that is driving that analysis. Yeah. Okay. So you said the feeling is uncertainty. So if you're analyzing results from a feeling of uncertainty, you then show up going, well, I could do this or I could do that, or I could do this or I could do that. And you could like sit and speculate all day long on the potential shortcomings and all day long on the potential possibilities. Then you start to overanalyze. Then you start to not lean into your own expertise and you start referencing all the books out there. Right. And I'm sure there's a lot more actions and behaviors that we could even dive deeper into. But ultimately, the everything is going crazy is being created from like this ping ponging behavior that's being driven from uncertainty. Mm -hmm. And the uncertainty, the feeling, that vibration that's running through your body is coming from the thought, I can't control these circumstances. Yeah. I can't control the craziness, all the crazy that's going on out there. Those are all circumstances that I can't control. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's, it might be a very subtle unintentional neural pathway that you're actually operating from but that is it's a variation of that thought based on what you've told me that's making you feel uncertain that then has you showing up in this way just creating more craziness what can you control you know i i can control my ability to be present and that and that i've begun to do i was actually having this really good conversation with my ex yesterday because we were chatting about some stuff and he brought my attention to that and i was very grateful for the conversation and he was like it's amazing what can happen when when you're in the present moment and you're not and, and I thought that was so good because that we do find ourselves getting caught up. And I know I do. You either go backwards and now you, you keep on analyzing stuff that's already happened that you can't change. Mm-hmm. So that's not very useful. Or you go forward and you think of all these things that haven't actually occurred. Yep. But then I have the present right now. Mm-hmm. And I, I have this information mm-hmm. that is right in front of me. And that's the best and that's that's the best I can do. I'm 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 doing the best with what I have, and that's enough. And I, and I do think that is such a practical way to get back to center and not spend you know four more hours on this thing. Yeah. When I know I have this list of you know twenty other things I, I should be getting to, and they're continuing to get pushed, you know, to the back shelf because I'm spending way too much time. Yeah. Overanalyzing this stuff. Exactly. So using your prodigy brain, you came up with the thought, I can control my ability to be present. How does that make you feel? Yeah. And that that makes me feel more solid. Solid. Like my two feet are standing on on the floor. All right. Now let's just notice we did not change the circumstance of 
the real estate, mm -hmm. right? That stayed the exact same. We have not changed that circumstance. All we've changed is the way we want to think about it. So our primitive brain, our fear-based brain, that's job is to keep us safe. That's always running in the background, offering us all these unintentional thoughts sounded like I can't control the craziness, mm -hmm. which makes you feel unsettled. But now that you see what you create for yourself, when you just let it ride on that thought and that feeling, you're like, wait a minute, time out. That's not what I want to keep creating for myself. What do I want to intentionally think and feel about this circumstance? And you came up with, I can control my ability to be present, which makes you feel solid, which then you went on to say, and when I'm feeling solid, I, I do my best work. It's enough. I'm practical. Mm -hmm. What else when you're feeling solid? How do you show up? I actually can, I can take action. I go from not just thinking about something, but doing something mm -hmm. because what I've kept catching myself in these days because I've, and honestly, I'll, I'll admit, and I'm, <laughs> I feel funny admitting this and hopefully somebody out there can relate to this, but I feel like I've been obsessive, mm -hmm. completely obsessive mm -hmm. with real estate. Like I can't even sleep because all I do is look at properties mm -hmm. all night long. It'll be the middle of the night, be 3 a.m. Mm -hmm. and I'm still looking. And I'm like, I'm supposed to be doing my writing assignments for my book. See, so it's I all really good to know though, Des, right? Like, yeah. why, am I, why am I acting obsessive? Because yeah. you're fixated on a thought that I have to control all the craziness, which makes you yeah. feel unsettled. Like mm -hmm. you are learning so much about yourself through yeah. this, which is right. huge. And now the biggest gift, the biggest takeaway is not how to change the circumstance, how to, how to change all of these, all of these things, the variables that are outside of your control. No, 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 no. The thing that you can control is the way you're thinking about it. And your prodigy brain just offered you the thought, I can control my ability to be present which you said makes you feel solid, which then has you taking action. It has you doing your best work. It has you like, it has you in positive self-talk. It has mm -hmm. you noticing the narrative of it's enough. You notice how practical you get. And what do you create from that? You're present, you're yeah. methodical, you're actually in action. You're not ping-ponging all over the place. And the yeah. only difference is the way you're choosing to think. And you can't get there unless you notice how the primitive brain operates, offering you these fear-based thoughts and creating a result for yourself that you don't want to keep creating. Yeah. So every time your fear-based primitive brain offers you this thought that I have to control control this, or I need to control this, or this is crazy. And I feel out of control. Just whoa, 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 time out. And you can start to practice. You strengthen that muscle of your prodigy brain and you practice what is believable. You already told us it's believable. I can control my ability to be present. 
Yeah. You're not changing the circumstance. You're changing the way you're thinking because it makes you feel different, which then has you showing up different, creating, you know, you can't argue that it creates a different result for you. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And, and it's a, it's, I mean, the, the other epiphany I'm having, you know, and, and, and hopefully this is helpful for anyone who's felt like how I'm feeling right now is just taking a moment to ask yourself some questions mm -hmm. is giving you data that you need. Absolutely. Because I've also said to myself, have you done everything you could? Do you feel good about what you've done? Would you have done anything differently? Yeah. And when I feel good about the answer to all those questions, I'm like, that's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's I, I'm able to, to talk, have a conversation with myself yeah. to, to know, yeah, you know what, I really did. Yeah. I did everything I could. I'm proud of the way that I pursued this. The outcome might not have been the way that I wanted to, but I wouldn't have changed yeah. what I did. Yeah. When you trip the trigger of your prodigy brain, you start responding. And in this case, you responded by asking yourself questions, mm -hmm. which is so hugely valuable. You could not yeah. have illustrated this any more beautifully. So I just want you to hold on very, very tightly to that thought that I know you believe because you offered it up that I can control my ability to be present because if that is generating a feeling, a vibration of solidness, it's an emotion that's running through your body that feels solid. You now, my friend, have your playbook because yeah. you told me I now ask myself questions I take action. I talk to myself in a much nicer, more calm and controlled way. Mm -hmm. And you create, a, you create, you manifest presence. That's powerful. Versus craziness. Isn't it? Big difference. Yeah. <laughs> Big difference. In minutes, yeah. in minutes. Yeah. But this is this is awesome. I I'm so grateful, Tracy, for your guidance, your support, you being present with me every time we engage together. Um, it's it, the human condition, you know. Uh, and and this is this is a constant. And I and if there's anything that you've taken away from this series, you know, we we live with the primitive and the prodigy brain. They're always there. They're always in our orbit and it's a choice yeah. a conscientious choice for us to go towards our prodigy brain yeah. when things like fear and anxiety kick in and it's not a matter of if they do when they do because it does but it's about being able to manage our state so we can you know live taking action mm -hmm. and you know pursuing the things that mean something and matter to us without getting caught up in some of these things we've been talking about yes i could not have said that any better and that's exactly it and if anybody wants the visual of how to solve their mind math so that they can see how their primitive brain is creating unintentional results in their life I highly recommend go to my website, download the framework. I have an explanation of how to make that work for you. Um, and then you can, once you've understood that, you can then go on to create things for yourself, not just overcome 
things that are hanging you up, but you can go on to create things that you never thought possible through solving the mind math. So I would encourage your audience to check that out. You could not have been a better student. Thank you so much, Des. Yeah. You are such a great example of what it means to be self-made. I mean, it's so amazing to look at all of these circumstances that you have going on right now and to watch you have an awareness around when the primitive brain starts to unintentionally kind of rear its head you're you have the wherewithal be like whoa 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 that's not going to create the result i want and then you ask yourself questions and you start creating what it is that you want most like yeah. that's what it means to be self-made so I love it. You. And then Tracy, remind us one more time and I'll have it in the show notes. What is your website? www.self, so S-E-L-F dash made, M-A-D-E. And then it's just the letter U.com. All sorts of free resources. on. Oh, that's amazing. That is truly a gift. So people, you know, make sure to click the link in the show notes because I'm telling you from, and, and this is from a person who is a coach, these resources are valuable to me. I will use them when I'm ha wanting to make decisions and really be mindful about the direction I'm going so I can do it in a healthy and productive way. Thank you so much, Tracy. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Hello, it is me, your host, Coach Des. Back for the reflection part of the episode, which I got to tell you, I love this. I love reflecting and having this moment when I have a guest, and in this case, a coach. Come on, Tracy, you're so amazing for coaching me because it it is a little purposeful pause for me to appreciate the things I'm learning and how I'm growing right here in real time. I'm also excited for anybody that's watching this on YouTube. Um, you've noticed my bookshelf has come up. I've been <laughs> procrastinating on that for a long time. And finally, ta-da, it's here. Uh, I have these great messages. Thanks to Todd Hendricks, my wonderful colleague that I work with. Hello, Todd. If you happen to be listening to this episode, he sent me this marvelous card and uh, he included in there. Let me take a look back here. One of them says share happiness. The other one says new beauty meets us at every step in all of our wanderings. New beauty meets us at every step in all of our wanderings. So if you're ever, I always wonder that when I see certain things in people's backgrounds, but I can't quite make out the words. So yeah, I just felt the need to tell you that, that positivity <laughs> that was radiating behind me. Um, but I digress. So we were talking about today, my feeling of, you know, if I, if I was really putting a, a word on it, analysis paralysis, do you ever find yourself doing analysis paralysis and could you benefit from taking a purposeful pause and being more present? Amazing how Tracy and I talked through this arc of emotions that come over you when you're in this state and how despite feeling like you cannot control everything, you can control yourself 
your energy. You know that there's only so much information you can acquire in the time that you have it. And, you know, we don't have an eternity. We don't have an eternity to do everything. You know, if we did, we would be spending all of our time investigating anything before we made a decision, right? Think about any of the biggest decisions that you've ever made. In my case, you know, this is a big investment that I'm that I'm doing. It's not my first rodeo, but it's still, even though you've experienced something a number of times, there's still a lot of emotion attached to, to making big decisions, right? So think about... It's a, if it's a new job or career that you're pursuing, maybe it's a new relationship that's emerging, uh, whether it's personal or professional. Uh, maybe it's uh, something that you are investing your time and energy, your money into. Um, all of these things that are new in your life, that are emerging situations, that you are collecting data like I described so that you can make an informed a quality, thoughtful decision will produce at some point for you that the, the feeling of rumination and uh, potentially, like in my case, where it's to the point I haven't been able to do other things because this is the only thing I continue spending time on. And I know that. I know what other things are suffering as a result of me spending too much time on this one thing. So I hope that you've been able to learn from our conversation. And I, I honestly uh, would love your feedback about this series. It was something that it was new. We thought we would try uh, something that for a concentrated period of time, allow me to be more vulnerable as you've gotten to know me as your host for over 100 uh, episodes. We're on episode 114 right now. And uh, it's been a journey, but I also wanna share with you on this journey who I am, what, what I believe in, and the kinds of things that I'm working through as a person that is trying to put more goodness and inspiration into the world. Um, we are all students. Remember that there's always going to be people you can teach, and there is always going to be people that you can learn from. I believe that we are forever students. I always feel like I'm in the student seat and I will always feel that way till the day that I leave this earth and move on to the next stage of whatever comes up after this. Uh, I will always be a student. I will never have all of the answers, but I will do what I can to get as much information to make me feel solid like I can make a good decision, have expanded perspective, and do uh, good work in the world. So thank you for being here. If you haven't already, subscribe or follow the Born Unbreakable podcast so you don't miss an episode. Remember that you are your only limit, so take action today, and I will see you on the next episode of the podcast, episode 115. Amazing! <laughs>